welcome to the ESSO 2023, a podcast created by MyEurofreaks.com. This podcast is all about Eurovision and music, but in case this episode isn't enough, you can always hear to our previous episodes or check out our site at www.myeurofreaks.com. On today's episode, we analyze the pre-qualified acts of the contest. In other words, we will talk about France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Ukraine and the United Kingdom. So, let's begin. First country for today is France. Lazara will represent France this year with her song Evidemment. Lazara was born in 1997 in Canada to French-speaking parents of Moroccan descent. She rose to fame after she collaborated with rapper Nero in 2016. In 2020, she released her first solo single and in late 2021, she released her debut album. A few months ago, she was entirely selected to represent France at the contest, making her the second Canadian artist to represent the country at the Eurovision Song Contest. Despite me being into a French national final, for sure the French committee that selected Lazara did an excellent job. The tune is catchy, with its 80s vibes and uh, with a title in easily understood, which is repeated throughout the song. Um, it's everything, uh, everything seems to work perfectly. Of course, Lazara's vocals are amazing with her mesmerizing voice. Her fashion choices are memorable and I'm pretty sure that if the entry wasn't already pre-qualified for the final, it could easily qualify. I don't know how the staging will be, but I'm sure she can stand out even if she is alone. However, I don't believe that a really empty scene will be good for the song. I mean, in 2021 Barbara Pravi did an amazing job with only herself on stage, but that was a ballad. Generally, I'm pretty confident that France can go well this year at the contest. Today's second country is Germany. The country selected Lord of the Lost, a five-member industrial metal band, which was formed in 2007 in Hamburg. The band released their debut album in 2010 and today they have released a total of 10 studio albums and 5 extended plays. Their most recent album was released last year and managed to top the German charts. Earlier this year they competed in the German national final for Eurovision where they won, thus gaining the right to represent their country at the contest with their entry Blood and Glitter. The first thing that I that comes in my, my mind is what a captivating deep voice at the very beginning of the song. I have to admit that typically I don't listen to this music genre, but I found myself singing the song a couple of days ago. I also like both the antithesis of the song's title and the outfits of the band. I could easily see the country placing in the top 15 of the final. The next country is Italy. Italy chose a familiar artist, maybe not to all Europeans, but for sure to the Eurofans, to send at the contest. Marco Mengoni was born in 1988 in Viterbo, Italy. He became famous in his country after competing in the Italian version of X Factory in 2009. At the show, he won, and therefore he gained a spot to the 2010 edition of Sanremo. A few days after his victory, he released his first extended play. In Sanremo, he placed third. Since then, he has released a total of seven studio albums and more than 30 singles. Many of his songs have not only entered the Italian charts, but also topped them. In 2013, he competed again in Sanremo and was selected by Rai to represent his country to Eurovision. His song, L'Essenziale, 
placed 7th at the final of the contest, with 126 points. Earlier this year he entered to the Italian Music Festival again and won, gaining the right to represent his country at Eurovision with his entry Due Vite. The song has already topped the Italian and Samarinese charts and has been charted in three more countries. In Italy, Due Vite has been certified two times platinum. Now about the song, a beautiful sentimental song for Italy this year. Marco seems to have been developed the past decade and not only vocally but also artistically. Both his voice and his song are more mature than his 2013 entry. And I can understand that it is very, it comes very natural, that kind of maturity, but yeah, I was um, mesmerized by, by his uh, new, not Eurovision, Sanremo attempt. Due Vite Now is a song which only needs Marco's voice in order to ace at the contest. I have to say, however, that Italian love songs are my Achilles heel, so I might be a little preoccupied. I'm pretty sure that the song can go really well at the contest. The next country is Spain. The country this year chose Blanca Paloma and her song Ea Ea. Blanca Paloma was born in 1989 in Valencia, Spain. After graduating from university with a Bachelor of Fine Arts, she moved in Madrid to pursue a career in theatre. In 2022, she took part at the revamped version of Benidorm Fest, which was used as the Spanish national final for Eurovision. Her entry, Secreto de Agua, placed fifth in the final. This year she competed again in the music festival, and this time she won. Blanca has a unique voice, and the song is captivating through its folklore tune, with some modern, of course, vibes. The majority of fans are into the song and will be for sure a jury-friendly song. Uh, therefore, I can see it doing well at the contest, but personally I'm more amazed by Blanca's voice than her song. The next country is Ukraine. The country chose Tvorsi with their song Heart of Steel. Tvorji is an electronic music duo that was formed in 2017 in Ternopil, Ukraine. The duo consists of Andriy Hutsuliak and Zimo Augustus Kihinde. Andriy was, was born in 1996 in Ternopil, Ukraine, and Zimo was born in 1997 in Nigeria. The two artists met while they were studying uh, at the pharmacy faculty of Ternopil National Medical University. Their debut single was released in 2017, whilst their debut album came out a year later. Today, they have released four studio albums, the most recent one in 2020. In 2020, the two artists took part at the Ukrainian National Final with their song Bonfire. At the show, they placed fourth in the final. Earlier this year, they returned at the show, and this time won it with their entry Heart of Steel. The song has a fresh sound, the lyrics combine really good the English with the Ukrainian ones and the duo has really um, they are really talented and I like the tempo of the song. I don't know how the song will be um, presented at the contest and how uh, they will place but I believe maybe a top 15 place is easily uh, it can easily achieved. Last but not least, the United Kingdom. The country internally selected Mea Muller and her song I Wrote a Song, a song which has already entered the top 40 of the British charts. Mea Muller was born in 1997 in London, the United Kingdom. 
she started uh, writing her own music at the age of eight and she studied at the Fine Arts College in London. Her debut single was released in 2018, but she rose to fame through her 2021 single Better Days. In 2018, she released her first EP, whilst her debut album was released in 2019. It is noteworthy that at the age of 10 she appeared at Mika's, the 2022 Eurovision host video clip of Grace Kelly. Her entry is a nice pop song, Mea has the air of a diva and that's something that elevates the song more. The song can easily degrade at the contest with the viewers dancing from the very first minute. So why not uh, a top 10 placing at the final? That's all the pre-qualified acts of the contest. I find it quite interesting that if not all the majority of the acts are really good this year, there are high odds that even if they weren't competing in a semi-final, they would have qualified. I say that having in mind the recent history of the contest. However, if I want to be honest, they are trying the last couple of years to do better. Maybe this year we see the results of that effort. So, that's our episode for today. I hope you like it. Don't forget that you can read daily all the Eurovision news on our site at www.myeurofreaks.com. Thank you for listening. Bye.